0: hello everyone and welcome back to the scouting god podcast in this podcast we're going to try to read all the merit badge books that scouting has to offer in this episode we are going to be continuing going over the tenderfoot rink requirements now let's begin the next requirement is requirement 2c explain the importance of eating together as a patrol making camp meals special Mealtime is a terrific opportunity for you to sit down with your patrol and enjoy good food and the fellowship of scouting even a simple meal can be turned into a special moment with the busiest of cooking behind you, you can now eat together and talk about what you have done on this outing or share memories of past outings. In many troops, the senior patrol leader, assistant senior patrol leader, and adult leaders makes turns eating with the patrol. Having a guest at a meal gives you the chance to show off your cooking skills and also to get your, your guests a little better and to have um a good time together and have fun eating with each other. And you can get to know each other even better. The next section is tools. Requirement 3A says demonstrate a practical use of the square knot. Square knot. The square knot has many uses, from securing bandages and packages to joining two ropes together. A square knot works best when pressed against something else, and the ropes are the same diameter. It should not be used to hold a heavy load. Tying a knot is as easy as right over left and left over right. Here's how. 1. Hold the rope in each hand. 2. Pass the right end over and under the rope in your left hand. 3. Pass the rope and now in your left hand over and under the one that is now in your right. 4. Tighten the knot by pulling both running ends at the same time. Next requirement we have is requirement 3b. Demonstrate a practical use of two half hitches. Two half hitches. Two half hitches can be described as a clove hitch tied around its own standing part instead of a pole, or another way as a taut line hitch with an extra loop. However, you describe it two half hitches, also called a double half hitch, from a loop that can secure the rope into a post or garment. Two half hitches are commonly used to tie guy lines onto a dining fly. 1. Pass the running end of the rope around the post through the garment. 2. Bring the end over and around the sanding part of the rope. Then, back through the loop that has formed. This makes a half hitch. 3. Continue taking the end around the sanding part to tie another half hitch, this time outside the loop. Be sure to go around the sanding part in the same direction. 4. Pull the knot snug and slide it against the pole or garment. Next requirement is requirement 3C. Demonstrate a practical use of the taut line hitch. Tot line hitch. Two half hitches will tend to slide until the knot is clenched close to the post or garment. To create an adjustable loop that stays in place, use the top line hitch, this knot to use for staking out the guidelines of your tent or dining fly. Pass the running end of the rope around the tent stake. Bring the end over and around the standing part, then back through the loop that has formed. Go around the standing part inside the loop again, this time closer to the tent stake. 3. Going in the same direction, take the end around the standing part outside the loop and tie another half hitch. 4. Work out any slack of the knot. 5. Slide the half hitch to tighten or loosen the line. Next requirement is requirement 3D. Demonstrate proper care, sharpening, and use of the knife, saw, and axe. Describe when each should be used pocket knives saws and axes when you are splitting firewood repairing equipment or clearing a tree that has fallen across the trail the correct use of a pocket knife a saw and an axe can make your work easier take pride in learning the right way to handle each tool just as important as knowing how to use wood tools is knowing when not to use them carving or chopping into live trees may kill them hacking out a dead trees and log can leave ugly scars Never cut any trees without guidance from a camp ranger, property manager, landowner, or your scout leaders. Pocket knife. A pocket knife truly is a multi-purpose tool with hundreds of uses. It can cut a rope, open a can, whittle a tent stake, punch a hole in the belt, or slice a biscuit for breakfast at a campsite. It is only handy for tightening a screw on a pack frame or camp stove and for making wood shavings to start a fire. Pocket knives come in a variety of sizes and styles. A good general-use pocket knife has a can opener, a screwdriver, and one or two blades for cutting. But some knives also include scissors, magnifying glasses, and other tools. A multi-tool is an elaborate version of a pocket knife that unfolds to reveal a dozen or more tools. But bigger is not always better. On most campouts, you are unlikely to need a wire stripper, magnifying glass, hex screwdriver, or fish scaler, and it is not much fun to carry around a knife that weighs half of a pound. Safe Knife Use Always keep a knife blades closed, except when you are using them or cleaning the knife. Have only the one blade open at a time. Always cut away from yourself, never ever cut towards yourself. Otherwise, if the blade slips, you may be injured. Close the blades before you pass a knife to someone else. Keep your knife sharp. A sharp blade is easier to control than a dull one. Obey all regulations about carrying knives in public places, including your school and on airplanes. Never carry a knife with the blade open. Never throw a knife. Never strike a knife with another tool. Never use the point of a cutting blade as a prying tool. The knife might bend or break. Choosing the best knife for the task at hand is important. The BSA neither encourages nor bans fixed blade knives, nor sets a limit on blade length. But many council and scout camps have restrictions on the types of knives that scouts can use. Always use a knife that is both appropriate and with any established guidelines. Taking care of a pocket knife. Most pocket knives today are made up of a metal that won't rust. However, dust and lint can collect inside the knife and normal use will dull the cutting blades. Cleaning, open all blades, wrap a small bit of cloth around the end of a toothpick, moisten the cloth, and wipe the inside of the knife. If you have used your pocket knife to cut food or spread peanut butter and jelly, get rid of bacteria by washing the knife in hot, soapy water, along with the rest of your dishes. After washing the knife, apply a bit of light oil to lubricate the joints. Sharpening. Sharpen your knife with a whetstone. Some experts put water on the whetstone while they are sharpening. Some use light mineral oil, and others want the stone to be dry. But the choice depends on the kind of stone and the traditions of the sharpener. If you sharpen a blade at a lower angle, say 20 degrees, the blade will be sharper, but less durable. Higher angles, say let's say 30 degrees, make for edges that are very durable but relatively dull. The steps for sharpening a blade are as followed. 1. Hold the knife blade against the stone at an angle of about 25 degrees. That is, place the back of the blade so that it is tilted off the stone between one-fourth and one-third of the way to the vertical. Be sure to use your fingers are below the surface of the stone. 2. Push the blade along the stone as though you were slicing a layer off the top of the stone while moving the blade against the stone in a circular motion to try to keep the blade in a constant angle. 3. Sharpen the other side of the blade in the same manner. Check sharpness by wiping the knife with a clean cloth and examining the edges of the blade in the sun or under a bright light. A dull cutting edge reflects light and looks shiny. A sharp edge is so thin that it has no shine at all. Camp Saw. Use a camp saw for most outdoor wood cutting. The blades of folding saws close into their handles, much like the blades of pocket knives. A bow saw has a curved metal frame that holds a blade in place. Cleaning branches and brush from a hiking trail is a conservation service project that you might do with your patrol or troop. To saw a branch from a tree, make an undercut first, then saw from the top down. The undercut prevents the falling branch from stripping bark off the trunk. A clean cut closest to the trunk won't leave an unsightly hat rack. This might snag the clothing or packs of travelers on the trail. Cut sapling levels with the ground so that there are no stumps to trip over. To saw a loose piece of wood, balance it against a chopping block, saw horse, or other solid support. Use long, smooth strokes and let the weight of the saw pull the blade into the wood. Safe saw use. Sheath a saw when it is not in use. Carry a saw with the blade turned away from your body. Replace dull blades. Sharp saws are easier to use and to control. Use care when passing a saw to another person, or better yet, set it down and let the other person pick it up. Always wear gloves and protective eyewear. Don't cut any trees or branches, alive or dead, without permission. Don't allow a saw blade to cut into the ground, soil, and rocks will quickly dull the teeth. Don't leave a saw lying around camp. Taking care of saws. Treat every saw with the same respect you would give your pocket knife. Protect the blades of a bow saw with the plastic sheath that came with the blade. Close folding saws when they aren't in use. And store them in a tent or under a dining fly. Protect the blade of a bow saw with a sheath made from a sheet of Golden hose, cut the length of the blade. Slit one of the hose, fit it over the blade, and hold it in place with a duct tape or a cord. The teeth on the saw blades are set, bent so that they will cut into two even grooves in the wood, and then rake out the shavings in between. Even with the best care, the teeth will slowly lose their set and their ability to cut easily through the wood. Saw blades should be replaced when they become dull. Take along a separate blade when you have a lot of cutting to do. Axe the axe has a long and colorful history. In American forests, pioneers used axes to cut trails and roads through the wilderness. Settlers chopped down trees to make a way for the gardens and fields. With their axes and related tools, people hoed bores and beams from frontier buildings. Early scouts often carried axes to camp for preparing firewood, sharpening wooden tent stakes, and shaping spears for signal towers, bridges, and other pioneering projects today scouts most often use hand axes to complete conservation projects on trails and in campgrounds on occasion they will use them to split cut wood into kindling as with all wood tools handling an axe safely requires good judgment and practice safe axe use because of its size and the way it is which it is used an axe can be more dangerous than other wood tools Remove the sheath only when you are prepared to use an axe correctly, and then follow this checklist. Safe Tool Safe Shoes, Eyewear, and Gloves Safe Working Area Safe Technique Safe Carrying Safe Handling and Safe Storage Safe Tool An axe must be in good condition. If the head is loose, the blade dull, or the handle damaged, don't use it. Bring an unsafe tool to the attention of your scout leaders and either help repair it or retire it from duty. Safe Shoes, Safe Eyewear, and Gloves Always wear sturdy boots when you are chopping with an axe. Your boots may not stop a blade from hitting your foot, but they can limit the extent of your injury. Safe working area. You must have plenty of room to swing an axe. Check your clearance by holding the axe at arm's length by its head. Slowly turn in a circle. Remove any brush or branches that the handle touches, as well as any above you that might snag when you swing the axe. Be certain other people stay at least 10 feet away from you while you are cutting. In a long-term camp where you will be using lots of firewood, rope off an axe yard large enough to provide the space you need to work. Enter the yard only to chop and saw wood. Clean up chips, bark, and other cutting debris when you are done. Safe technique. Before doing any cutting, get your feet set and your body balanced. Stay relaxed. Pay attention to the work in front of you, and you will be aware of what is going on around you, too. Chopping branches off a log is called limbing. Standing on the side of the log opposite of the branch you want to remove. Chop close to the base of the branch, dividing the axe under underside of the branch. Keep the log between yourself your cut, and your cuts. If your arm is off or the axe skips on a branch, the blade will not hit the log rather than your leg. Cutting through a log is known as bucking. Begin by holding the axe with one hand near the head and the other close to the knob of the handle. Lift the head above your shoulder and slide your hands together at the knob and swing the bit into the log. Let the falling weight of the axe head do most of the work. Slide your hand back down the handle to the head, lift the axe, and swing it again. Aim your bows so that you can cut a V-shaped notch as wide as the top of the log is thick splitting firewood cutting it lengthwise is best done on a chopping block a piece of log that provides a flat stable surface a poor swinging of the axe will send the bit into the block rather than down towards your feet to split a large chunk of wood sand it upright on the chopping block and drive the axe into the end of it if the wood doesn't split remove the axe before swinging it again don't swing an axe with a piece of wood stuck on the end of the bit when the axe does go through the wood the bit should be hit the chopping block rather than the ground so let a small stick with the contact method by placing the axe bit against the stick left the stick and axe together and bring them down against the chopping block forcing the bit into the wood twist the axe break apart the pieces Safe Carrying. Place the sheath over an axe blade whenever it is not being used. Carry the axe at your side with your hand at the top of the handle near the head, making sure it is well clear of the ground. The blade should be turned out from your body. If you stumble, toss the axe away from your fall. Never carry an axe on your shoulder where the axe bit could be dangerously close to your neck and head. Safe Handling. Give an axe to another person by handling the handle with the axe head down. Pass it with the bit turned away from both of you. When the other person has a grip on the handle, he or she should say, Thank you. That's your signal to release your hold. Safe storage. Sheath your axe and store it under a dining fly or in a tent. Sharpening an axe. Keep your axe sharp with the mill bastard file that is ten or eight inches long. The line across the face of a file are its teeth. They angle away from the point or tang. A sharp file will be flat gray and not shiny. A silverly shine means that a file has broken teeth and won't work very well. Wear leather gloves to protect your hands as you sharpen an ax with a file. Make a knuckle guard by drilling a small hole in the three inch square of leather plywood, or an old inner tube. Flip the hole over the tang of the file and hold the guard in place with the file handle. You can buy a handle at a hardware store or make one from a piece of wood. Brace the axe head on the ground between two wooden pegs or tent stakes and a log about six inches in diameter. Another scout can help hold the axe steady. Place the file on the edge of the blade and push it into the bit. Use enough pressure so that you feel the file cutting the axe metal. The Tilt Chip the ship has long been carried by Boy Scouts who have promised to use knives, saws, and axe safely and in the right situation. The card reminds them of their responsibilities whenever they are cutting wood tools. A scout's totenship rights can be taken from him if he fails the, his responsibility. To earn the ship, do the following. 1. Read and understand wood tools used and safely rules from the Boy Scout handbook. 2. Demonstrate proper handling care and use of the pocket knife, axe, and saw. 3 use knives axes and saws as tools not play things and only when you are able to give them your full attention four respect all safety rules to protect others five respect property cut living and dead trees only with permission from the land owner and with good reason six subscribe to the outdoor code lift as you would draw it back for another stroke a file cuts only when you push it away from the tank Dragging the file across the blade in the wrong direction can break the teeth and ruin the file. Sharpen with firm and even chokes. After you have filled one side of the bit, turn the axe over and do the other side. Use about the same number of strokes. Remember that a dull edge reflects light and will look shiny. Keep filing until the sharpened edge seems to disappear. Thank you for listening to part 2 of the Tenderfoot Rank Requirement books Reading.